Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we aren't experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. This is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our tender ability. (laughs) And do please remember, we are not experts. We're podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. Or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And we sure do love hearing from you. We really do. So don't hesitate. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. And Shoot. don't get any stranger. Was that something people say? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would urge people to get strangers. I know. Especially, I would say, me. <laughs> 
Like we got to keep getting going, getting weirder, right? That's true. Okay. Shall we listen to a voicemail? We shall. All right. Here we go. Kate and Dory, I had to call because you know that feeling when somebody references something and you just are like, oh my God, I love that too. When you referenced Flowers in the Attic, I died. I love love that book series. I read it way too young. And I started with Garden of Shadows because that book was just like laying around the house. And so I sympathize deeply with the grandmother um, going into that series, which I think was a unique experience. Um, but then later in the episode, you also referenced singles. And when you played the dating video, I died again. So I just love you so much. I feel so very much a part of your world. Um, I'm 37. And it's just, I work with people now that are not even that much younger than me, but I referenced Jordan Catalano the other day and had to blank, to blank stairs. And I just, I didn't even know what to do. Um, anyways, love you so much. I'm obsessed with the show. I listen all the time. Thank you for referencing the important things in this world. Love you. Bye. Oh, I love you so much. Can you imagine referencing Jordan Catalano and being met with blank stares. Well, yeah. I guess you did. <laughs> That's happened to you? I mean, yeah, this is what happens when you work with people who are younger. And like, no disrespect. But no, they've got their own they Jordan have their Catalano. their own things. And when you're met with that blank stare, you're I, just like, oh my God. I remember I, I, like probably like 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago, I was tutoring a kid who I was helping him with his college essays. And I referenced Cindy Lauper blank stare. And what? I was like, what? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, we got a listener uh, email that was directed at me. So I'm happy just to take this one for Please the team here. Do. They start by saying I am currently listening to the latest app while enjoying an Epsom salt bath and the experience is just delightful. Ooh, I'm, I'm bringing myself mentally that to that I place. Too, but don't you love that someone in a bath is like relaxing to our voices? Yes, that is, uh, that is an honor. It is. Uh, I wanted to chime in about Kate and her relationship with her phone. Oh, hello. I'm wondering if you could cross over some of what you're learning about being intuitive and non judgmental with your food and apply it to your phone. Maybe instead of setting rigid rules, which might lead to a phone binge, you could try just checking in with yourself as you use your phone to see how you feel, what you want and what you need. It's definitely not as comfortable as having a rule you know you stuck to, but it is more realistic long term. And it sounds like you're already a very intuitive mother, so you already know how to trust your gut. For me, growing up in a perfectionistic household, I've always struggled to let go of a rigid standard and just trust myself. My own journey with intuitive eating is just one part of that. Also, I'm a therapist, and one of the things I tell my clients and myself is that recovery and growth aren't a straight line, but an upward spiral, like a perfect spiral curl that we wore around our faces in the 90s. Mm, very Carrie Russell. Another 90s reference. Listen, again, it's moving upward, but it still has little dips that might make you feel like you're right back where you started, but you're not. Ooh. I love this email. Yeah, that was so, uh, it was very helpful. And I will say that I do think what I've have been learning in the intuitive eating journey mm -hmm. has come into play in other parts of my life. 
That makes, I mean, that happens with anything, yeah, right? Totally. Um, and I am, we'll talk more about this on a full length episode probably, but I am tr- trying to trust myself a little bit knowing like what works for me with my phone and what doesn't mm-hmm. and not being too rigid about it. Well, I just took Facebook and Twitter off my phone. Oh, interesting, Dory. Mm-hmm. And what was the reasoning behind that? I don't know if I've ever heard you say that you've done that before. Um, I've done it a couple times, but it's not like a regular thing that I do. Um, you know, I just felt like, especially Facebook, I was spending a lot of time on Facebook, just kind of, you know, milling about, milling about in my various groups, <laughs> window shopping, window shopping. Yeah. And, and I was like, this is a time suck. So I took it off my phone. I've only been looking at Facebook on my computer, which has been nice for the last few days. Do you miss it? Sometimes like it's it, you, you start to realize that scary thing where you have like muscle memory of going oh. to the place on your phone where Facebook lives. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, <laughs> guess I'll read the New York times. Right. <laughs> and that doesn't sad. It doesn't no. satiate. In the I'm like, same these way. are the same stories that were on here 15 minutes uh-huh. ago. <laughs> So taking Twitter out of my life has been like, where it's like, oh, I guess I'll just go look at news. Yeah. mm -hmm. Well, and also, I mean, this happened, this always happens when I take Twitter off my phone is like, you don't, you only realize the, the things that people are like outraged about on Twitter. You only learn about the things that have like truly risen to like the mainstream media, like how yesterday or the day before people were really upset about equinox and soul cycle and the guy who you know is an investor in them hosting a trump fundraiser mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like i read it about it i think in the new york times and then much later when i like looked on twitter on my computer i looked at twitter on my computer i saw like people have been upset about this all day right and you didn't gather that whole no the twitter outrage just yeah but you did read about it and you I were did. up on it i was yeah. yeah i don't know anyway more to come on that. Oh, well, look at you and your journey. <laughs> We're all on a journey. We are all just journeying along. <laughs> um, we have another voicemail. We do. That I feel like will be especially applicable to your journey. Oh. Is this episode just called Journeys? <laughs> Wasn't there like a a mall store called Journeys? Lean is nodding. Was it a fashion store or a music store? There was yeah. a fashion store yeah. called and I'm Journeys. Picturing the- I'm 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 picturing the the logo. Wow, that does not ring a bell for me. Well, again, this is a very 90s themed mini episode. I'll have to show it to you. I don't know if that it was a 90s store. Um, but I will uh I'll investigate that. Okay. Um, oh yeah, Journeys. It's a skate, it's like a skate store. Like a hot topic, pack sun kind of vibe. Yeah, I think so. Um Anyway, let's listen to this voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Maggie, a longtime listener. I wanted to recommend, since you are considering doing more vegetarian meals, that you check out 101cookbooks.com by Heidi Swanson. Uh, I've been following her since I was in college, which is, you know, almost 15 years ago. And she consistently puts out great vegetarian recipes that are unlike any other source that I have really encountered. And she also has a couple of excellent cookbooks. Um, Supernatural Every Day was 
a really popular one a couple of years ago, and she's also coming out with a couple of new ones. So um, so a lot of the recipes are really simple, and others are a little more involved, but there's a little something for everyone, I think. So I really recommend that you check that out. Thanks. I will be checking that out. I definitely know that site, but I'm not sure if I've made anything off of it. So I too will be journeying over to 101 cookbooks. <laughs> I just uh, showed Kate the website for journeys. And there were Crocs on the front page. They so. sell Crocs. So I think you'll be making a trip to journeys. I may be 40, soon. but I am a youth. Maybe the Glendale Gal- Galleria. I feel like I can find one. Yeah. <laughs> we live in the valley. Where yes. There's a mall on every corner. It's true. It's 2019. Um, I'm excited to to do. I've been doing a little bit more vegan and vegetarian cooking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for myself and also for my children, hit or miss, but I'm kind of interested in like digging in a little bit more with it. I'm excited for you. Well, thanks. I mean, I'll cook you something. Great. I, I've, I've, I'm still eating vegetarian. That's this has been a long stretch. Yeah. Is it the uh, you've never dabbled in vegetarianism really? No, before, I have. Right? You have. Mm-hmm. Is this the longest you've ever gone? Mm, good question. I mean, I didn't eat. I didn't eat meat for like seven years or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, but you were a pesky, but yeah. And I ate chicken. Okay. Um, and then I was briefly vegetarian, but not really. So anyway, anyway, well, we will definitely check that out. Thank you so much for the recommendation. We have one more voice. Yeah. Let's listen to it. Hi, this is Shauna. I actually am from the Boston area. I'm about 30 minutes North of Boston and I was calling to respond to um, a call or someone who emailed about their hands working in healthcare. Um, so I am a speech language pathologist and I work in a hospital. So I treat primarily swallowing disorders and I also wash my hands about 30 times a shift. Um, and when I first started working, my cuticles would crack and my hands would get really dry and they started to look like wrinkled and very old. So what I did was I went to the store and I bought some working hands, um, which is like a generic cream that you can get at Target. Um, And I also mixed in a little bit of like an anti-wrinkle cream. Um, I think I have the Pacifica one and would use that every night um, year round. And that really helped. Um, In the winter, I also put Aquaphor around my cuticles to prevent them from drying and cracking. And that's a godsend. Um, and if they're really dry, definitely also use lotion gloves. Um, I hope this helps. Um, and I hope, and I love the podcast and I look forward to future episodes. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Do you think she lives in Andover? Oh, look, I mean, anywhere up 93. I love this I mean, game. I <laughs> Truly, the, the, I, the, the day I await is the day we get to do a live recording of this podcast in Boston. Oh, yes. I mean, I'm just going to be referencing dated Boston references the totally. whole time. Jam scams. Same. That's why when like people ask me for Boston Rex for today, I'm like, I can give you advice for like 1995. Yeah, we got nothing. <laughs> but our listeners, I'm sure in the Boston area have amazing recommendations. Yeah. Um, I My hands are really bugging me right now. Mm. So just like dry and I took off my... um. What's that stuff called? The polish I had on. Why am I blanking? Your powder dip? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now my nails are just not really at happy. Yeah. I haven't been wearing polish. I mean, we talked about this before yeah. for a while. But um, cuticle maintenance is an issue for me. Yeah. Mine are just kind of dry and hurting. So mm. I need, I feel like a regular routine 
even yeah. though I'm not, I mean, I can't imagine washing your hands 30 times a shift. Yeah. Even 30 times a day, but that's a no shift. joke. Yeah, that is. Mm. Anyway, I love it. We got a lot of interesting hand. Yeah, we did. Cream recommendations. So keep them coming. Yeah, thank you all. Especially as winter approaches. Indeed. Well, Dory, let's take a short let's break. Let's pause it up. All right. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. 
like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay. Okay. We're back. We got an email that really got me thinking. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about this specific topic No, yet. we haven't. I was actually surprised about this. So let's read the email and then let's just jump in. Shall I? Sh- shall I? Yes. Okay. 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 
I recently moved to a new town and the house I rent has really hard water. It makes my hair feel like it is coated in a thick wax. My hair looks absolutely awful. I feel I've exhausted the internet's recommendations for things like shower head filters and pouring apple cider vinegar over my head when I get out of the shower. Any advice from two LA ladies, a place with notoriously hard water? At this reading this email was like a light bulb going off for me because I was like, you're right. This is my hair. I forget that we have really hard water. And whenever I travel, like when I recently yeah. was in San Diego and I washed my hair, my hair was like silky soft and I couldn't figure out what it was. It's like, maybe it's these travel products. And then like, duh, it was the water. Yeah. Hard water. What is hard water? It's water with a lot of minerals in it. What are your suggestions for hard water? Well, I this this was eye-opening to me because I realized that I often am like, why is my hair so waxy and weird feeling? Mm -hmm. And listener, I understand your pain and I realize I haven't really been tackling it. So I did a little Googling and I will say, I don't know if this listener has purchased a showerhead filter or is just sick of hearing that recommendation, mm. but that is the number one recommendation for hard water that I found. Um, and then uh, also getting a specific shampoo. One that was recommended with this, was this Malibu hard water shampoo Ooh. and then using a deep conditioner with it. I think they mm. also make a conditioner. And, and this also seems like stuff people use when they swim a lot to okay. help their hair mm -hmm. from being in the pool. But what I read about these kind of hard water shampoos is you use them sparingly. It's not like an everyday okay. thing, maybe a once a week. Um, now, referencing the apple cider vinegar rinse, this listener said they're, now, I don't know if this is kind of a, a joke, if they're pouring it over their head when they get out of the shower, but I believe apple cider vinegar does really help with buildup, but you got to rinse it out. Mm. I think you can leave it on and rinse it out. Now, I mm -hmm. grabbed... Because I used this today after reading this email yesterday, this apple cider vinegar hair mask that I have oh. that we actually got in a FabFitFun box. Oh, that's right. That we I did. keep in my shower. It's by DP Hue. It's an apple cider vinegar hair mask. Now, I believe it really more helps with like deep conditioning, but uh -huh, uh -huh. I've I've used it a couple times. We'll see. And I your I, hair does look nice. Well, thank you. It's still drying, but you know, we'll see what happens. I also read, and this seems very like like a lot of work washing with like a jug of distilled water. Mm. So when like, you know, shower regularly, but when you are washing your hair, grab a jug of distilled water or spring or from the grocery store and pour it over your head and wash, with, and wash that. with that. And I think that would work with your suggestion, which was wash your hair less. Yeah. So maybe if you're, you're washing once or twice a week, you use the jug. Interesting. It seems like a lot of effort to jug wash your hair. It does. But look, if you're if you're really hating how your hair is looking because of this water, yeah, give I, it a shot. Give it a shot. I would also say, like in your community, I would ask around for what people do. Like, now I'm very curious. Maybe ask on next door. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, proceed with caution on the next door app, but sure, ask there. On that note. We digress. I, I will say this is a great spot for listener tips. Hard water. Oh yeah. Talk to us. Yeah. Cause we need to know what you all are, we are do. doing with your hard water situations out there. Um, should I read this next email? Yes, please. All right. I'm writing with a question about writing how meta or more generally about rediscovering your creativity after a few years spent doing more menial work. 
I'm a 36-year-old writer and mom of two kids, ages one and four. After being laid off two years ago, I started doing freelance writing, which has mostly included digital marketing, writing content aimed at getting website clicks and social media follows. It keeps me busy and paid, for which I'm very, very grateful, but it's not very fulfilling. To add to that, I had my second child about 18 months ago and for financial reasons opted not to send him to daycare as an infant. That means I've been cramming my work in during naps or after bedtime, which has made me feel even less engaged with writing. It's just been something I need to finish quickly before the baby wakes up. Now that my son is getting older and joining his big brother in daycare, I feel like I'm at a turning point. I desperately want to rediscover my passion for writing, but I feel like I've forgotten how to tap into my creativity. I don't even know what I want to write about, but I know that I miss the act of writing for myself without a deadline just to write. Have either of you experienced this return to writing or any creative venture after time doing less meaningful work? How did you rediscover your creativity? I have mentioned this before, but get thee to the artist's way. I was going to say morning pages. Yes. So that's like what the artist's way was written for. Okay. So back up. If, if let's explain if, if to listeners who have never heard of the artist's way, what it is. Okay. I mean, I've definitely mentioned it on the podcast. True, but you know, it is a book every episode written by a woman named Julia Cameron. And it is basically just about exactly what you're talking about. Like rediscovering your creativity, rediscovering your writing. Um, one of her big things is doing morning pages where you wake up and you write in longhand for 15 minutes. Um, and I did this many years ago and it really helped. Um, so I would, I would recommend it. Yes. Did you do the whole artist way program or just morning pages? I did. I did the first few chapters. There's a lot of also like, excavation stuff mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. she has you go through um, that I also found really helpful. So I love one of the practices of um, artist way that I really love. I've never really successfully completed it, but I've read the book is taking yourself out on a date by, mm. your, by yourself mm-hmm. with no other person um, in a space that's like not um, like you don't go right as your date, like go to the, mm. go to a museum Go explore a new park. Go see, like, go to a concert. It's it's a really like going. I found I found going to museums by myself. Yeah, because I don't work in any sort of like fine art or multimedia art. Like that's just I don't do that. But it still is really invigorating and exciting and inspiring to go see. Yeah, totally. So I feel like experiencing other creativity that is outside of the medium that you work in might be really helpful. I've also have had talked to a lot of writers who write fanfic or have Mm -hmm. written fanfic and or have been writing something and they the way they phrase it is like i was just writing this for myself for fun like they didn't put any pressure on it It was just like a fun thing they were doing and that became yeah a book for them Um, that's how i started my novel you were just writing for fun yeah yeah i mean i think like if you can find something that's just for you Mm -hmm. like what do you really like what gives you the tingles Mm. you know yeah what gives you the wrinkle dingles (laughs) (laughs) the wrinkle tingle dingles (laughs) Yeah, you know, but I mean, just something that that no one has to see. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're writing the next great um, novel. You might be. I mean, it could be, but I'm just saying. Like, but just, yeah, don't put that pressure on yourself. Oh, no. and fanfic is fun because you already have so much of the information. Yeah, that you then get to take these characters that you know really well and do really fun things with them. Totally. So if you have a thing that you love, fanfic it up, and then there's also community. Yeah, you know, yeah. other writers. Yeah. 
good luck. It's hard. It's hard. Like kids or no kids, it's hard to constantly find that creative spark. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think it just takes like, take a break from it. Yeah. But I think like the flip side also Mm -hmm. is there is something to be said for just writing without worrying about quality and kind of just getting back into the practice, which I think is what Julia Cameron is really talking about when she suggests doing morning pages. I mean, bird by bird. Yeah. By Anne Lamott. I mean, always, we've definitely also recommended that before, but it's such a great book on just like the slog of writing. Totally. And shitty first drafts is an iconic part of that book that will just, you know, just write garbage. Who cares? Um, keep us posted. Yeah. Um, let's take another short break. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at OneSkin.co. That's 15% off OneSkin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Okay, so should we listen to a voicemail? Dory, you know I always want to listen to a voicemail. Let's do it. 
Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, my name is Allison, and I love the podcast. I'm not 35. We're even close. I'm not even 25. But I just had something happen this week that I would love um, some tips on. I got my job where it is going very well. It was my first job out of college, and it seems like there's going to be a lot of changes to the job because we just got bought um, by a large and successful company, but it still seems like everyone's a little nervous about change like this. And since this is my first job, my first real girl job, I don't really know what to expect. And I am kind of just facing a lot of anxiety about change, which is something I don't really um, remember to take care of myself during. So how do you take care of yourself when things become really uncertain? And how do you focus on the good things while still trying to make sure that you're um, doing as best as you can in a very shifting landscape. So, love the podcast. Uh, keep it up. Thank you. Bye. Mm. That first job anxiety is so real. Well, it's really scary. Yeah. Especially with these with a big corporate corporation. Yep. You, I mean, or in a small corporation, your job security is never a hundred percent and not having control over that is really terrifying knowing yeah. that you could lose your a position and your finances could be i mean it's just but i think that's just it like focusing on the things you can control yeah is gonna bring you some peace i think i mean for for me the biggest thing is like making sure that you that saving money so that if you were ever to lose your job you have um, an emergency fund. Yes. Yeah. Cause I do think that is really important. And that was not something I was thinking about at 22, mm-hmm. even $10 a month. I mean, just putting something away doesn't need to be thousands and thousands of dollars. Cause yeah, no. realistically, like, you know, our incomes aren't equipped for that, but yeah, that, I don't think that's a fear that ever changes. Yeah. You know, I, I imagine someone who is 60, in your position would feel the same way. It's just hard and it kind of stinks. But I would say, you know, not this sounds so hacky, but like, just like focus on the the present because Mm -hmm. you can't, because imagining all the scenarios that could come doesn't ultimately do you. I mean, being prepared, I think is different than like letting yourself spiral. Yes. Um, And so just, you know, focusing on the day to day and trying to, I think also trying to like not make your job your life is really key. Yeah. I was going to say, try to have a separation between your job. Like when you go home, try to leave your job at work. Yeah. To the extent that you can. Because I do think when you are fully existing only in your job, your social life, you're always there. Like then when, if that's taken away from you, that can, must, that is, it's jarring no matter what when you lose a job, but it's, I feel like it's must be very, very hard when. I mean, I saw that happen at BuzzFeed Sure, with, you know, because we hired so many young people and it was their first job and they were around so many other young people. So they all, it was their social life. It was their dating life. It was their work life. And then if they got laid off or got fired, I mean, their whole world kind of crumbled. Yeah. It was really hard. So, yeah. Anyway, good luck. That's really hard. Yeah. We empathize. We have one final email. That is, that is very long. Yes. And I thought about like, you know, just reading certain parts, but it's kind of, you kind of have to experience the whole thing. I know. So should we just go for it? Yeah, let's just do it. Okay. I'll start it. 
great. Three years ago, I met a man who is my total opposite on OkCupid. Let's call him Oscar. When Oscar and I met, he did not have a job. He did not have a license. He did not have health insurance. I was 37 at the time, working as an assistant to a producer ready to settle down. And so one month into dating, I very clearly told Oscar that I liked him very much, but I could not be with a man who did not have a job or a license or health insurance. I remember the conversation like it was yesterday. I spoke it tenderly as we finished off ice cream. Oscar didn't get defensive, but he assured me that those were things he wanted for himself, and he somehow convinced me to stay. So what exactly did I see in Oscar to make me want to stay? He was kind, non-judgmental, creative, and fun. He was an amazing gardener and owned a home in Los Angeles, which he inherited from his grandmother. He was talented at investments and stocks, a fellow film enthusiast, and most importantly, he was relaxed and gave great massages. Our chemistry was off the charts. I held Oscar at arm's length for a good part of our relationship. Then he got a job and a car and health insurance, and my fears started to melt away. We went on a cross-country road trip together, fell in love, and became engaged a little over a year ago. Currently, we are living happily together in his home and have yet to set a wedding date. I think both Oscar and I are okay with that. We are still settling in together. But I have to admit, I still feel the weight of our oppositeness. I pretty much always go to sleep before 11 p.m. while Oscar's often up watching TV until 2 a.m. When I wake up and have my tea, Oscar is usually in bed. We have opposite days off as I work Monday through Friday while he works retail hours lots of weekends and weekdays off. I am fastidiously neat while Oscar is messy. I am ambitious about pursuing a career as a screenwriter and novelist. Oscar has little ambition outside of occasional trips to commerce to play poker. Did I mention he's really good at poker and that casinos scare me? We have worked on many of our issues together. We have done couples counseling, talked endlessly about how to reach a compromise. And I have to say, Oscar does a much better job at cleaning up after himself now and not falling asleep on the sofa, but still I wonder, am I with the right one? Because we are opposites, the attraction and chemistry is strong, but our relationship has been anything but easy. I'm curious, Dory and Kate, have your relationships been on the easier end? Do you wake up with your husbands and have coffee together each morning? Do you fall asleep together at night? How did each of you know you were with the right one? Sincerely, lost in love in Los Angeles. There's a lot to unpack in this email. Unzip that away suitcase. <laughs> that duffel bag. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I wanted to say that I identified with a lot of what you wrote because in a lot of the ways that you and Oscar are different, Matt and I are also different. And I saw a world where like, you know, because Matt, when Matt moved to LA, he was working at the Apple store. Mm -hmm. And I saw a world where like he never got any sort of break in the industry and he still worked at the Apple store and you know what I mean? Like still kind of led the, the same the, life. Yeah. Retail hours. Yeah. Retail yeah. hours. Retail hours are tough. I've worked a lot of retail. Yeah. Um, but you know, he also likes to stay up late watching TV or playing video games or whatever. Um, he also likes to play poker. That's right. This he's also like he's Matt. also really good at poker. He loves poker. He loves poker. Um, he doesn't give massages, but you know. Anyway, um, there's still time. There's still time. Uh, so yeah. So you know, I do. I do. I don't want to lie. Like I think it is tough. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like Matt and I don't have a lot in common and that can be difficult. So I don't want to like downplay the fact that that is difficult. Um, but I also think like, 
you need to kind of figure out what's important to you in the relationship. Mm. Like it sounds to you, to me, it sounds to me like maybe some of these things that you bring up, maybe these are the important things to you in the relationship, like waking up with your husband and having coffee together each morning. Um, that is like not as important to me. Um, but maybe it is important to you and that's what you should think about. Or you could you just say, hey, once a week, can we have coffee in the morning together? Let's make a time. Oscar sounds like he's great at compromising. Yeah, it does. I, my my feeling after reading this was kind of like, I think it's, if it's okay with you that you are opposites, like, great. Not everybody's relationship looks the same. And the way we all work together as, as partners with a, with a person, if we're in a, you know, a partnership in that way, looks the same. And I guess my question for you is like, but what are like we, this listener, you listed off a lot of things. I think that you kind of, you worry about your opposites in a certain way, but like, what do you have in common? Are you both kind people? Mm-hmm. Like, do you and both enjoy laughing together? It sounds like you went on this road. Like, I bet you have other things that bring you together that make you connected and in love and have the chemistry you have. I think sometimes like we get caught up in this like opposites attract mm. myth, but also there are, there's a reason why you are compatible with this person. And I also have to say, like, I think, and again, I don't want to tell you whether or not to stay in your relationship or if this person is quote unquote the one, although I do say like the one. That's, that's, a, that's what I, yeah. I, worry I, just, about that. I, I feel like, I I can't tell from this email whether you might have maybe an unrealistic impression of what marriage is. Well, I I guess for me, it's like, does this person treat you with respect? Do they see the whole you and support that and honor it? Do they make you laugh? Like, do they listen to you? Do they sometimes challenge you? It sounds like all these things happen. Yeah. And those to me, like, those to me are going to be the things that make your relationship strong and last. Yeah. You know, the stuff like work schedule and having coffee together, like that's going to change over time possibly. But is this person the person that you could, would step up if you were in a crisis? Right. And I think also, Kate, what you said before about vocalizing the things that are important to you is really important. Um, yeah. And like this- I've definitely done that in my marriage said like, Hey, you know, we need to have a date night or yeah. whatever. Um, so I think that's important. Also, I will say that you did bring up to this person. I like that you were like, I really like you, but I need to be with somebody who has these things. And then, and then he, he did that. He did it. So he kind of said, I mean, I don't know Oscar obviously, but he sounds like kind of a solid dude. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, some of this stuff, it's okay if you want to be a novelist and be ambitious and that's just not who he is, as long as that's okay for you. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if you're as lost in love as you think you are. You might be right where you need to be. Oh, well, look at you. I don't know. Good luck, caller. I know yeah. it's hard. Relationships are never easy. For the record, we, my husband and I have coffee together each morning, but I'm like shuffling around and he's doing the New York Times crossword. You know, Matt and I used to have coffee together because we would walk to Starbucks with the oh, dog. That's nice. That's nice. But I stopped drinking coffee. Well, so we better start again. <laughs> do you fall asleep <sighs> together each night? Well, now we do because he's working again. Got it. When he's not working, he stays up till like two and two or three in the morning. I'm normally in bed a little earlier yeah. most nights. Yeah. But now we don't wake up together because he wakes up earlier really than early. I do. Yeah. See, it's there always in go. flux, you know? It is. It is. Well, look. 
we could talk about our partners forever. <laughs> but don't make us. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't like that either, I don't think. No. no. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, as always, for entrusting us with your questions about hard water, hard relationships, hard jobs. <gasps> yeah. Hard cuticles. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hard. Okay. On okay. that note. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.